Sometimes you just need an empathetic ear to help you sort out the issues that are happening in your own life. Perhaps a forum of others just like you and guest experts who are helping them and can help you. This is that place. Welcome to Life Happens. Let's talk. Your host is Trina Wines. Fill your cup of coffee this morning and have a seat. What you're going to hear in the next hour is going to be amazing. Now, here is Trina Wines. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens Let's Talk. I am your host, Trina Wines. If you are a first-time listener, I want to thank you for checking out the show. Uh, If you're not really sure what the show is about, well, here on the show, we discuss various topics that involve accepting sudden change, surviving circumstances, letting go, responding well to those unforeseen circumstances, healing and recovery. We all face moments in our lives where we are suddenly faced with a new life transition. Something ends and something begins. But whether it is good or bad, it is still very stressful for us. Anytime we are confronted by a sudden change, it also often involves a loss of some kind. While our topic today, which is retirement, is no different. As it may seem sound like a joyful event, it can be very scary due to the uncertainty and losses that come with retirement. Work, of course, as we know, dominates most of our waking hours. We live really by the clock. Many of us have built our careers over the last 30 or 40 years, which also derived a sense of identity and self-worth. So what would you do with all your newly free time after you retire. There is a loss of structure, certainty, relationships, and identity that comes with retirement. Do you have something in place to meet those needs? Today, my guest, Joanne Musolf, is going to give us advice and guidance on retiring well and planning for those little surprises that come with retirement. Joanne is an international personal and business and retirement planning coach. She is a specialist in guiding clients to explore and navigate life's untraveled paths. She also has a best-selling book on Amazon called Living Your Someday Now, How to Achieve Sustainable Personal, Business, and Cultural Changes. So welcome, Joanne, to the show. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for the invitation. So, Joanne, before I start hammering with you a bunch of questions about retirement, because, uh, you know, I know that there's people listening and that and either they're maybe five, ten years away and possibly even a week away, uh, I want you to give a little bit of a, maybe a bio introduction on yourself, adding to, of course, my introduction. Oh, absolutely. Um, in the field that I'm in, they often say you shouldn't coach a game that you haven't played and won. Ah. Mm-hmm. And um, I have played the retirement game, and I have a totally different life after retirement than I did before that. Otherwise, before that, I was an international business executive traveling around the country, um, massive hours spent with clients and employees, and much like you said at the beginning of your show, a lot of my identity came from those hours of the day that I was involved in work. And then when I decided to make a change, um, I had no idea what I was going to do, but I thought, well, there's lots of time in the day and I can do whatever I wanted. 
And that was absolutely a travesty to do that. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and um, my last phase, or not last phase, but the next phase of my life after retirement from corporate um, life has been to help people figure out what they're going to do next on those paths because I have played that game and I've won that game. Well, that's, of course, then you are the right person to be speaking about it. And also, I mean, tell us, I'm very interested in your book because it it is available on Amazon. So how did it come to be that you decided to write this book? Well, the book started um, about three, four years ago when I realized that I was not able to answer and help as many individuals throughout the country and the world um, as I would like. Other thing, it was always left up to me being um, having to talk to them one on one. So I start. Somebody started asking me, "How do you figure out what you want to do with your life? How do you get over those humps? How do you get over those hurdles? How do you quit going down the path of least resistance and keep ending up where you want to go?" Um, and the answer to that ended up in this book, which is actually both a book on. Um, what to think about, but in the back of it, there's actually a journal as you're being led down these paths or guided by me um, through the words of the book to start writing down your answers. When you get done with the book and you're done with your answers, I have a nice little compilation of where you want to go, what you want to do, and who you've been. Because the biggest thing in anybody's life, even this retirement issue, is what beliefs and stories do you have about a particular event? And are they unconsciously or subconsciously getting in the way of you having what you really want? That, yeah, that is really helpful. Because that's even, when you think about that, that's actually helpful in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. Really, yeah. So, which, of course, I guess that's why you're a life coach. Right. So, yeah. Now, I know when we were, um, when I was looking, you know, you up and uh, we were chatting before the show, uh, you know, what I was talking about is that a lot of times people, when they think about retirement planning, it, they think about the financial aspect of it. But you have, you know, speak largely about uh, emotional planning and uh, being ready for retirement. So can you just, yeah, maybe tell us what exactly is emotional or life planning for retirement? Well, um, it's a great question because this is how it all started. Everybody, not everybody, but most people have a financial plan. And then they don't think about the 5,300 waking hours that they have each year to fill with something that's meaningful and something that it might be exciting or something that might create legacy. And um, if you add that up over 20-some years, you get 130,000 hours of time to fill. What happens to some people is that since they haven't started to plan for what they're going to do, how they are going to fulfill their life, how they are going to recreate in their life after retirement, things that they got from their job besides money. Maybe they they miss um, being mentors in their job. Maybe they miss having a title. Maybe they miss the talking with people around the water cooler, to use an old uh, analogy. 
all of those kinds of things. Maybe they miss feeling important. How do you recreate those things in your new life when you have all this time to fill? And that's how this all got started with this emotional and life planning. I call it the missing piece of the retirement planning puzzle. Um, There are three things that I have found that when in my research and um, I do programs on this, how to plan for your retirement and retreats and stuff like that around the country. And I call them the three Ds. And without getting into um, being really dark and depressive, the three Ds that are if you don't start planning, you can run up against depression, divorce, and death. And it is not uncommon for people who are newly retired to fall into a depression. You've lost your identity. You don't know who you are. When somebody asks you, what do you do, you kind of stare at them. Um, You've got, you know, your head's running in circles. You don't, well, I'll clean out the garage. Um, I'll go golfing. I'll spend time with the grandchildren. All of those things after the first week or two or month or two all of a sudden become really boring. I had a client out of California, and he was an executive of a company. And he decided to retire, and he called me after about five, six weeks, and he said to me, Joanne, I feel diminished in my wife's eyes. I come home every day, and I'm golfing, and I realize that every night I'm talking to her about how I made the hole on the 13th, Um, hole on the course. He said, and she patiently sits there and she looks at me and then she tells me about what she did with her day and who she spent time with and he said, I can't do this. I have to find something else to do. This does not make me feel good. Um, The incidence of divorce amongst, and I don't want to rely on all of these dark sides, um, they have actually have a term for divorce after retirement. It's called silver or gray divorce. Um, living together 24-7 is something that people never even thought about. I had a client who called before a retreat I was giving, and I asked why she was coming, and she whispered in the phone, and she said, I began to envy my friends who are widows. And they realized that now people age 50 and over are twice as likely to go through a divorce than they were back in the 1990s. And then the last D is death, and a lot of that, again, comes from lack of meaning in their life, um, whether it's an actual suicide or it's just a slowly not giving in to aches and pains and not working. It's just a gradual, but much sooner than it needs to be, leaving of this space. So I'm very, very, very concerned and um, very glad to be able to talk to people about how do you plan for this time? What are you going to do when you get up each morning? Who are you going to talk to? What are you looking to get out of your life? What do you have to give after all these years of experience and all of this knowledge you've gained? Wouldn't it, isn't it a shame to sit home and 
sit on a, a couch or a chair and flick through the channels and just waste that. I mean, our world, as we all know right now, is in need of some stability, and it is in need of people who can be the rudders in our lives, both personally and professionally, and in the neighborhoods and in the communities. So that's why I'm just so heartfelt about helping people who retire get to the right place at the right time with the right people, and then be able to have the health and time and resources to be able to enjoy it when they get there. So, long answer to a short question. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that. That is a really good start there, Joanne. So, what we're going to do is we're going to break, and we will come right back in a couple minutes. So, hang on, listeners, and we'll hear more from Joanne. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join in to today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. Welcome back to Life Happens, Let's Talk. My name is Trina Wines. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at Moody Foods. As well, if you want to learn more about me and the resources I have on my website, my uh, website is 
trinowines.ca. That's Trino two E's and a wines with a Y. Today our guest is Joanne Musolf, and she is a life coach, a personal and business retirement planning coach, and uh, helping those people transition re- into retiring and doing it well. So thank you, Joanne. So now that we got, uh, you know, a description in regards to what you do and uh, your bio and and, uh, how you help um, your clients move towards retirement. And we talked about emotional and life planning for retirement. But a question that I have is what is the first key thing someone retiring needs to think about? Well, a great question. Um, Most people think about the money, which, of course, is important. And most people jump from money to ideas that they have in their head about what they're going to do. They're going to sell their house. They're going to move. They're going to buy a recreational vehicle. They're going to travel around the country. Or they're going to putter in workshops. Or they're going to create cooking channels, whatever it happens to be. The first thing when I work with anybody who's not actually looked at this retirement life planning piece is to ask them to take a step back to stop, just stop, and quit putting ideas down on paper until you figure out what your beliefs are around retirement. What was it that your parents, what was it that your family and your community believed about retirement because it's been a lot of years since you were a part of those families as a young kid and you took in a lot of that information. So were you taught, did you believe that retirement was a time in which um, it would be a great adventure and you can do anything you wanted or were you somehow, do you somehow unconsciously carry the belief that retirement is the beginning of a downward spiral to the end of life. Because unless you know what it is between those two ends of the continuum, you're not going to know what's either guiding you or stopping you from getting to where you want to go. I mean, there was one fellow I talked to at a, at a conference down at um, Canyon Ranch in Arizona, and it was a couple, and... I asked them, you know, what do you think about retirement? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And the gentleman, after they had time to think, said to me, I know what I want to do. I want to take a boat, and I want to travel down the western edge of the United States, and I want to fail. And his wife kind of took her hand and flicked it against his shoulder and said, what are you, nuts? You don't even know how to fail. He said, well, actually, I do. She said, I know you 43 years. You've never sailed. He said, but when I was a kid, I sailed. And he said, I remember sitting around the table as a child thinking that someday I would be able to just get on a boat and sail. That was a big dream. And she said to him, well, do it. You can do it. She said, We'd be, let's get a boat. He said, well, see, the part of my dream is that I get to do this alone. You're not going to be doing it with me. And she laughed and she said, uh, she said, the part of my dream that I was thinking about is I have always wanted to go over to Switzerland. I wanted to get in a chalet for a month. I wanted to hike and I wanted to read and I wanted to do it alone. 
but I wasn't going to bring it up because I knew that didn't include you. So a whole part of this retirement stuff is not only what belief do you have about what you can do, what you can't do, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and then if there is a partner or a spouse involved, understanding that they have a whole nother set of beliefs around that and you have probably never even talked about it. Yeah, no, that that conversation, I, get, I wonder if it would have ever came up if it, you, you, know, you weren't there to sort of facilitate that. Right, and it, it doesn't, which is why I, um, I'll get into how people can start those conversations towards the end. But, you know, in our family, in my family, the belief was that you retired, and then, then what? My father was a factory worker. He would putz around the yard. Um, recently, my brother retired, and he lives in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, And he had that belief because we've talked about it since then. And he said he lasted about two months and he was going crazy. And now he's found something because after we actually just worked together as as client and um, coach, but also as brother and sister examining what his beliefs were around what our family talked about and what mine were. They were totally different. You know, as we often say, it was like we weren't even sitting at the same table. And so now he's found something that he just loves doing with his retirement that gives him the time and the energy and the sense of self and the sense of whatever he needs to, to feel, to continue to want to feel healthy, to have meaning in life. So, and his wife has something totally different and they never talked about it. And most people don't. It's like, we've got our money in place. Let's, you know, we're cool. Yeah, and like you said, a lot of people when they uh, think about the retirement, it's it's about yeah getting that recreational vehicle and uh, traveling the country. I mean, it's just you know I don't know what it is if it's just a cultural thing that you know you think about, but uh, yeah, but that may not be at all what what the other partner wants. Right. So. Right. And you know, like I said, when I get clients who call and say. Uh, we need to we need to talk to somebody because I'm beginning to envy my friends who are widows. Yeah, and that's, she said mm-hmm. that, you know, she said I love my husband. I just we're just going through a whole tough time. Yeah, because and, when I when you're a widow, right? You just you have really nobody to, I guess, ask or speak to or plan with. You you just you just go. So, and often. Um, Trina, there are, and again, this is stereotyping, and I, I don't mean to make this sound all bad and everything's horrible because it's it's a wonderful time of life. It's a completely clean slate of time that people have to actually paint and create a life. Um, in my book, I often refer to it, use the analogy of us being actors on a stage. And when we were kids, you know, we were actors on a, on a play and the play was the town we were born. You can imagine the, the curtain opening and there's your house. And, you know, was it a penthouse or was it a farmhouse or was it a ranch house or what was it? And the people who were there and what they told you and what the script was and 
what the director, in this case your parents, told you to do and where to go and how to stand and, and what was right and what was wrong. And then as we got into our late 20s, that play ended. That play ended. It was thrown off Broadway, so to speak. Then we started creating a new play. And usually by default, so the next play was, you know, the, the marriage career children play. And the career being a big part of it. And now as I say to clients, think of this as that play has closed or is closing. A play in your life is going to close. So, what kind of play do you want to start auditioning for? Is it going to be a drama? Is it going to be a comedy? Is it going to be a musical? Whatever those analogies speak to you, you have a chance for the first time in your life to be able to write and direct and act in a play that of your choice. And, that, and that's a, a big thing. It opens people's minds up to, geez, I don't know what I want. And that's the best place for a coach or a retreat or somebody like me or a conversation with somebody in a family to have with somebody. Because if you are at a place of not exactly knowing what you want to do, then that gives you the, the ability to look at this with a clean slate to ask everybody involved and say, okay, let's co-write or co-create this play. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely, absolutely. Because what it is really is that you have now you're faced with an opportunity to completely recreate your life. And that may seem exciting, but at the same time, I could certainly see the you know, if you want to call it a downside, I suppose, but it's just kind of Lynn, when you're, you, you're open up to so many possibilities, it's kind of like, ah, uh, where do I start? You know, so I, I could see where definitely a life coach is helpful because it helps sort of chew things down. So, okay, at least, you know, to what for sure you don't want and then really get down to what it is that you want to see how your life be in a very fulfilling and meaningful way. There's a, there's, um, a, a, an advantage of having a coach, a life coach, a retirement life planning coach, a um, mentor, a specialist in this, because people like myself um, have no vested interest, none whatsoever, in your choices. So you get to be the person who is basically telling me what to write on your slate or to draw on your slate. If, like that couple that I um, talked to down at Canyon Ranch, um, they were afraid to say to each other what they really wanted because they thought it would hurt the other individual. So little by little, if you can imagine that one event, there were lots of other things that they never had a chance to get on paper. And... That's the advantage of talking to somebody who has no vested interest and somebody who can really ask you the questions that you need to to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go to break now, Joanne, but we were going to we're going to come back and uh, because of course I certainly have more questions for you. And so listeners, hang on, we'll be back in a couple minutes with Joanne Musolf.
us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join into today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. So welcome back to Life Happens Let's Talk. My name is Trina Wines, and I also want to let you know that this show is also on podcast or will be converted into a podcast, and I do post the links on my social outlets, but as well as you can find it on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So if you feel that somebody would benefit from listening to this podcast, please uh, share that with them. So, Joanne, we talked about just uh, before the break here uh, about retirement planning, and you talked about the three D's that, you know, come those little surprises that may, you know, pop up if, you know, people don't plan well. And so it was divorce, depression, and death. And so you you touched a bit on that, but I want to talk a little bit more about the depression part of it. And the reason being is that, you know, our rates of depression already in society are climbing. And however, I do know that after retirement, the stats, you know, really rise. And uh, so I think it's important that we we touch on that because people even that may have float in between or struggle with depression already during the working life, you could see how after retirement and those needs aren't met in order to keep one stable, 
mental health stable, it can be a very slippery slope. So can you, can we just talk a bit about that? Oh, absolutely. And I think out of the, for want of a better word, the three D's, the depression is the one that really is the most, the most, requires the most focus because those, that particular depression leads to divorce in many cases and can lead into death or suicide. Um, you know, you got to think about the fact that this, if you haven't planned for this, if you haven't planned for what it is that you not only want to do with your life, but you haven't planned for what you want to get out of your day, um, you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. And so if what you need and you got after your, while you were working, you got a sense of self-esteem and support and teamwork and travel, and you were, you were um, acknowledged for your problem-solving abilities, and you got rec- uh, recognition and identity, and you were on the cutting edge, and all of that is all of a sudden gone. It's not the time. It's the sense of self. It's if I'm not getting those things, who am I? If nobody's telling me I'm wonderful, even if somebody's telling me I'm the worst boss they ever had, I had some connection. I had some interaction. And now an individual, be it man or woman, goes back to their home and they start realizing that they are not getting those things and they cannot put a name to them. They don't know what it is they're missing, but somehow their life is just not feeling good. And as you said, Trina, very wisely, is often people have a or can have a low level of depression before they retire throughout their whole career. But their time was filled with stuff to do, and so they never had to address it. And now guess what? You got all the time in the world and nothing to occupy that time. I mean, I had two clients, a husband and a wife, um, who called, and she said that he retired first, and he was an accountant, CPA. And he was used to organization, and he was used to things being done in order. And while she was still working, running, um, being a manager of a bunch of stores, she came home after work one night and found out that he reorganized all the kitchen cabinets. He took the spices and put them somewhere else. He took the oils. He took, rearranged them because they weren't logical. Now, his name happened to be Bob. Bob never cooked in his life. But he decided that he was going to reorganize because it wasn't logical. And she came in and she said she was furious and they had a fight and, you know, don't touch my stuff. And he said, but you're not, it's not logical the way you're doing it. He retired about oh, two months later, happened to go off somewhere. He came home, and all the bushes in the backyard had been cut down to the stems. And that was his job. And he was furious. He said, what's wrong? She said, well, it's not logical to me that you go out and trim them an inch each week. I just took care of it. You're done for the summer. <laughs> 
And so it was a part of he was frustrated. He wasn't getting mm-hmm. his, he wasn't being able to use his skills. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it started there. And, you know, I think that this is the time where one individual, one spouse or another spouse begins to get clingy in some cases. They begin to rely on the other person to fill up that time. Somebody wants to go to the store, they say, oh, I'll drive along with you. It's like, okay, you know, we'll go outside and do some, I'll take a walk with you. Geez, I'm going to run down to the coffee shop. Well, I'll go with you. And, and it begins to feel smothering, and nobody has a chance to think. And I want to, you know, just uh, there's a story there that I, I want to um, put in there is that sure. exactly that where I had um, at one in uh, about five years ago, I had a supervisor who uh, could have retired, you know, two or three years ago. And she, you know, wouldn't retire. And we, you know, around us, her team would be like, what are you doing still working? Like, you could retire. This is like, you could do anything you want. She did uh, have some hobbies that she really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And uh, she finally had, was honest. And she said, I don't want to retire because her, like her husband, who's already been retired for six or seven years already, said that, he like he's going to be tethered to my side and I am going to go crazy. I'm going to go so crazy. basically she was working in order to have some separation, some time away from her husband. So yes, I, I could see that. Yeah. And it is in terms of depression, I know we talk, we have been talking in terms of spouses and couples, but this doesn't preclude the same thing for individuals who don't have spouses, who are living on their own, they also get depressed, and sometimes it's, an, it's a, a quicker slope to depression. Again, because there's, there's that time factor of nobody's interfering with their time. It's almost, and I use this term um, analogous, analogously, is it's almost as if they have the luxury of time now to give in to depression. There's nothing to do. And now this That's bug is going to take me over. So, yeah, you know, that's what people do. They get jobs. They, they do something. Um, and my question to everybody is, and to people that I work with, whether it's in life planning for retirement or just general life planning, when you get up at the end of the day, of the end of that day, how do you want that play that you've created to end? Because every play on every stage that you've created or been in ends the same way every day. That's, the, that's what plays do. You have the same words, you have the same direction, you have the same lighting, you have the same background, and every day at the end of the day, the play ends the same way. So I ask clients to look at the end of that how do you want that to end each day? Are you looking forward to jumping into bed and saying, wow, I'm glad that's over, or I'll get up tomorrow and we make a promise to ourselves, tomorrow's going to be different. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to go out and tomorrow I'm going to take a walk. Tomorrow I'm going to go to the coffee shop. 
Tomorrow, I'm going to go read to kids in school. Tomorrow, I'm going to offer my mentorship um, to small businesses. And they get up and nothing happens. So, So that, for me, is the, again, the old adage of, Repeatedly doing the same thing and re- expecting the play to end differently, it's not going to without some intervention, without some pre-planning. Okay. All right. So we are going to go into break now, Joanne, and then we're going to come back. And you, I'm hoping you're going to give us some advice and some things that we can do in regards to planning well. So listeners, hang on. We'll be right back after break. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Life Happens. Let's talk. Would you like to join in to today's conversation? We invite you to call in to share your story, ask a question, or add a comment. Please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email to Trina, her email address is trina at trinawines.ca. Now, back to Life Happens. Let's talk. So welcome back to Life Happens. Let's talk. My name is Trina Wines, and our guest today is Joanne Musolf. And Joanne is a life coach, business coach, and a retirement planning coach. So we have uh, been talking a few things in regards to some little surprises that pop up in regards to after people retirement. She was telling us some stories. And so Joanne, based on everything we talked about, so where do we start in regards to this planning ahead? Well, there's, there's wonderful entry points and starting points. Um, 
First of all, I just would like to clarify that for your listeners that when I work with retirement, I'm a retirement life planning coach and not a financial coach. Right, yes. Um, So that um, there's lots of those out there. But we want to make sure that they have fulfilling times. So the ideal place to start, okay, if you're going, you are still looking towards retirement, or you know some of your listeners know somebody who is, and you're within two to five years out, start now. Start now. Start having conversations. I have um, some clients, Adrian and Brian, who started about four years before they retired and decided to retire early but realized they'd have lots and lots of time. We went through a process individually for them and then together, and they ended up retiring early. Then they spent a year in Vietnam, working in Vietnam and teaching, and now they're back in the States for a year, and then they're going to go to Ecuador. That wasn't anywhere on their radar screen when they first started having these discussions. So early is good. If not early, then at this moment, if you are already retired, set aside time to discuss this stuff. Don't let the day get by when you are thinking something in your head and you're saying, geez, this isn't quite what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. That's the time to start the process. Now, generally, I find if people are with couples or are in a couple, that they don't start that process immediately by saying, well, let's set aside time tonight to have a cup of tea or a glass of wine and let's talk about a retirement they generally start doing that thinking on their own. And, you know, there obviously are books and classes. And, you know, I have a book. I conduct classes. I attend. I have a um, a twice-a-year retreat in which couples come, which is kind of cool. But what they all start with is I ask them, first of all, what do you want? What do you want this to look like? What do you want your next play to look like? And generally, people cannot tell you what they want. They can tell you what they don't want. So I start, there are many categories. What do you want in your family life? What do you want in your work life? What do you want in your social life? Do you want a lot of people over? Do you want few people over? Do you want to travel? Do you community? Do you want to be involved? Do you want to be a a volunteer? Don't you want to do anything? Health. What is it? Do you want to compete in something? Do you just want to be healthy? Um, Finances. What do you want to do with your finances? Spiritual and religion. What do you want to do in terms of exploring those? Where and how you live. Do you want to live where you currently are? Do you live, live in the woods? Do you want to live in a city? What do you want to do? And um, leisure time. Do you want to go back to school? Is this something you always wanted to learn? Now, the first thing that people will tell me is, I can't, listen, that's crazy, I can't do that. We don't have the money. We don't have the ability to leave. We have the grandchildren nearby. And we have to be here because my mother or my father were taking care. We can't, we can't, we can't. And I'm not saying that you have to do these things I want to know what that buzz is in your heart. 
what is that thing that ideally you would absolutely, absolutely love to do? Because from that, we can extrapolate how you can get that in your life. But unless you verbalize it, unless you let the energy of that just pour out of you, nobody can help you. Nobody knows it's there. It's like those hidden scripts, those plays that are just hidden and they're on the shelf somewhere. So how you start is you start by looking at many areas of your life and, like I said, family and community and travel and, and spiritual and education and whatever those things are and start making a list. What would I like? What don't I want? That's all you have to do. You don't have to do anything about it. Then let it sit for a while. And um, I have... Um, I would be happy to offer offer your listeners um, some of these lists that I have created for my retreats and workshops. If they just want to contact me by email or go on my website, I would be happy to send them some to at least get the conversation started in their own heads. Because if you don't start now, um, I ask them to create what I call a big, hairy, audacious goal which is what would you do if you had all the time, money, energy, health, weren't afraid of making mistakes, feeling rejected, looking foolish, or being alone? What would you do? And that's where that one gentleman said he wanted to sail a boat. That's where the woman said she wanted to climb, be up in the mountains. How do you do it? You have to start. And today's a good... You're not, your listeners are not listening to this program just by accident. Mm-hmm. The, the conversation, the topic, engage them in some way. So if you're listening, then this is probably something that you really, really want to get more information on. Right. So that's well, where I would start. Well, thank you, Joanne. And I also know that uh, I, I also want to pass on to the listeners again about your book, Yes. So uh, that is on Amazon, and yes, sorry. It's in download and um, Kindle. It was number one uh, bestseller on Kindle this summer. I would recommend that they either they go on Amazon and get the hard copy, well, the paperback copy, because they can write in it and keep it with them. I have every yep. every person at all of my retreats have that book with them, and we go through it, and we are now using a common languaging. And they can feel free, your listeners can feel free to call me at any time with a question. Yes, and please pass on your website. What's your website, please, Joanne? My website is www and my name, joannemusolf.com. And that's M-U-S-O-L-F.com. I'm sure it's on... Um, Yes, it's on the. Trina. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah, it's on the Life uh, Happens. Let's talk website for right. sure, and, and then also too. Number in Phoenix is six zero two six seven eight four three seven seven. You can even look me up in the white pages. There I am. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Joanne. You had, um, the information that you passed on here today was very, very helpful. And like you said, the listeners that are listening today are have are planning 
their retirement right now. And they're probably thinking more about the financial aspect of it. But really, what we talked about today was really the life planning and the, the emotional uh, part of it as well. And in close to the show here, I feel that really in order to wake up every day and feeling inspired and motivated, whether I guess whether you're retired or not, but especially when you're retired, I think you need to feel like you're contributing somehow. I agree. And uh, yeah, so that's going to, you know, bring more fulfillment. So thank you, Joanne, again for being on today's show and giving all the information for our listeners in order to get in touch with you. And yes, again, there's so much more we could probably talk about in regards to retirement planning, but unfortunately, we have to close up the show here. So thank you for being here with us. You're welcome. So listeners, again, I had stated that you can get this on podcast and please share it with those that are close to retirement or thinking about retirement, may possibly be your parents, your friends, your neighbors, someone you know. And uh, I think this would be very beneficial. So next week on the show, we are going to talk about parental alienation and how that is different from high conflict divorce. And uh, I think that those that maybe are struggling through that situation will find this show very, very helpful and very much interesting, that is for sure. So wherever you may be in the world listening to Life Happens, Let's Talk. Thank you for investing your time to be here and you have a rest the rest of the day. May it be wonderful and most certainly please enjoy your life, take care of yourself and be kind to others. So take care and goodbye. Thank you for joining us this week for Life Happens, Let's Talk. Please join Trina Wines again next Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We've made this week just a bit easier. How about coming back next week? We'll see you right here.